Okay. All right. Devilish that one. That's a good one. Okay. So, hello. Welcome to episode 138 of We Have Issues. I'm Anthony. And I am Stevie Wildcard. And tonight, we are joined by the devilish... Wow, I have the Daniel curse on me. The (laughs) devilishly daring, dreamy, decadent? Like, she has, like, good flavor. Like, her energy. Okay. Uh... Stevie Walker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Anthony gives better hugs than Daniel, but Daniel does better intros than Stevie. So, yo, man, Daniel completely destroys me. I feel like his ghost possessed me in that moment because, like, I'm it usually did. you like because you can ask Anthony. I'm like top of my head is like where I live. That's just how I live. That's my life. And yeah, yeah Daniel possessed me there. Damn it, Daniel. So it happens. You want you want to you want to like give her like a, a, a you know what we should do Stephen I have a perfect idea for our guest let's give her um one of our just like eight, like just classic traditional songs when we introduce guests we Ooh. do this song every time so Hell every yeah. time I mean we've been we've had this guest song since we started the podcast so right. I mean we definitely got to just sing it word for word note for note right you know it you got this <laughs> all right you ready go ahead start it over again baby boy okay. <laughs> we got this. We're gonna get into this episode. I promise, Tina. Okay. <laughs> now you see how much he has to edit. This is so good, though. Yeah. Okay. Hello, welcome to episode 138 of We Have Issues. I'm Anthony, and I am Stevie Wildcard. And tonight, I'm bringing back our epic, has always existed always. guest person song. You guys I'm ready? Sure. Staple you, of the show. It, it's been a part of the show since episode one. Word for word. Um, but it goes a little something like this. We have issues, and they have issues too, and they're our guests. And tonight, it's Dinosaurus Rex. Yes, everybody, welcome Dinosaurus to the show. That was wonderful, Stephen. Word for word, verbatim, like like literally, like perfect. It's crazy how I keep the same tempo, like. You know, every snare hit is there, you know? Uh, Dina, how did it feel to to witness that live? I know you've watched our show and you've seen that that song performed, but how- I've never felt more live in my life. (laughs) That's what I was hoping you would say. Um, I feel like like, that just reinvigorated me. I was was getting, I was like, oh man, I'm getting tired. I'm alive, I'm ready, I'm pumped up. Like, let's go. Oh man, I'm ready for this. Like we just started recording. We definitely haven't been doing this for 20 minutes and have done nothing. (laughs) That's not what's happened. No um, editing here. This is all raw footage. Yeah. So every week, Stevie Wildcard and I get together. We do our best to overcome our various life issues and obstacles. This week, we're joined by one of our close friends, one of the few people from the internet that I've enjoyed meeting in person. Um, so <laughs> Dana, we love you. We're, we're so happy to finally have you on our show, uh, you know, as yourself. Uh, you know, we, we've joined your show and it's been a you know, fantastic time. Dina's on the Don't Make It Weird podcast. How does it feel to not be joined by your uh, Don't Make It Weird co-host for once? Um, it feels really weird, actually. Like, I've never done any recording. Like, I've done a recording without Daniel. Mm-hmm. I've been on um, Thomas Anthony Lay, his uh, his Twitch channel. I did that without Daniel, but I had Sean there. So, like, this right. is the first time I've been without Sean, and it's like... I don't have a savior right now. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> well, at least, at least we have like that night, that nice guys moment where we have already basically done this like hangout situation. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's basically just round two of that, but you know, over the internet, you know. So and no pizza. Cool. 
So Dina, every week, you know, we get into this. I'm, you know, I'm, we're glad to have you here without, you know, your, your, your company because we want to get to know you and your trouble a little. And I have a feeling that some of your trouble comes from them. Probably also solutions come from them as well. But, but <laughs> um, every week on our show, we talk about our various issues. But I want to know, like, as a creator, um, first of all, before we get into it, can you, can you tell people like a little bit about yourself as a writer and like what, what you're, uh, what you're releasing here? Oh, um, so my debut novel, I don't know if the Zoom mirror, you guys like see the image? Yeah, yeah. Front way. Okay, yeah. wasn't sure. So my debut novel, Nothing Special, comes out April 27th. This release is Wednesday, right? So yes, it'll come out Wednesday. Okay, so yeah, um, it'll come out in just a couple days. It is a YA romance novel um about this girl paisley adams or if you're sean her name is paisley fucking adams um (laughs) and (laughs) um she is basically like a super powered empath and can not only see people's emotions but can manipulate them as well and she meets somebody else like her and they fall in love and it's just their love story basically Ooh, i love it um in the world, I haven't had a chance. I just got this book this week. I'm very excited to, to read it. I haven't had a chance to crack it open yet. In the book, um, is there like a spectrum of powers? Is it like, you know, what sort of magic is it? What sort of powers are we dealing with? So in book one, we only see um, discernment. So like the empathic power. Okay. But in book two, you're going to like open up and expand the world. And you see all kinds of other like basically mental magic where you can't really prove it. You can't really disprove it. Like staying within the realm of quote unquote realism, but adding magic to it. So. Very gotcha. cool. No, I, I love that idea. H- about how long did it take you to get from conception to like this, to, to you know publishing this book? So I had this idea years and years ago, like I was probably 16, but I didn't actually write it until after my dad died. Right. That was like the catalyst for this novel was my dad, like the last conversation that I had with him was about uh, him asking if I could like start writing again and actually try to pursue publishing. And right. I was like, no, 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 maybe later when I have time, like I'll have time after I have kids and have a whole career behind me and everything like that, right? Um, And then he died two days later. <laughs> so oh. then I was like, oh, I should probably start writing. So I did. And then two years after that, I got my first publishing deal. So awesome. I no. mean, that. Not all of it, but the... I know what you mean. <laughs> yes. I wasn't no, saying that. that. Let's, yeah. No. Um, it's no. inspirational. How about that? <laughs> it, yeah. It has like that catalyst that basically sparks everything, right? So, I mean, it has to It has right. to lead you to the top. Obviously, you you went through a lot, uh, you know, before getting to this point in publishing the book with, you know, that. Um, but what were some of the, like tangible like day-to-day issues that you would have in just production and creation and you know like motivating staying motivated and such honestly I feel like this book I didn't have any super big like roadblocks or anything this book came out super fast like I I wrote it in the span of like a week or two and like it was just like super speed all of a sudden book two however that one is nothing but issues for me. That's our world. <laughs> that's like what I'm working on right now. And like, that is my feature for we have issues. Is, I, I, I love that's that. That's my issue. That's kind of what I'd like <laughs> yeah. to yeah. Um, so that's what It's we'll mostly like medical issues. Like I'm going through like some medical stuff right now. And those are, that's just causing me like 
to have zero motivation. Like I'm so exhausted stuff? all the time. Oh, is it what? Is it like physical pain stuff or what do you? Yeah, like physical pains and just like other illnesses that I'm trying to work through and everything like that. And so like I have no motivation and then I have like three jobs because I've got my podcast. I work yeah. for Lost Boys Press. I'm the chief administrative officer. And then I've got like my regular quote unquote nine to five job that just Ugh. like, yeah, at the end of the day, I'm drained and like, I don't want to, I'm going back and forth between doctor's appointments at my free days instead of writing. And just, like, no. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, so with all of that, um, what do you do? Like, what do you do when you feel just like no motivation when you feel like, you know, that lack of energy and you just can't write? Like, how do you get, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just like. It's taken me so long to draft book two. And I finally gave up and just sent it off to the editor. I was like, hey, just just take this. I don't know what to do with it anymore because I just gave up. I was like, <laughs> I don't know. I can't do it anymore right now. No. Oh, my gosh. I mean, sometimes that's important, though, right? I mean, you have to know. Yeah, like it was my way it. of prioritizing mental health. It's like, so I, important. I can't... Like, and I think that's that's mm-hmm. one of the most important things about talking about this stuff is like because sometimes you can push through certain things and sometimes you're beating your head against the wall, making it worse. And it's, it's not going to. Right. Help. And that's where I was at. I was just hitting a wall constantly. And I was yeah. like, you know what? No, this <laughs> it will work itself out. I just and, have know, to yeah. take a step I back. Mean, yeah, I mean, the, one of the most important things is just knowing when to focus on yourself and prioritize. And that's, I mean, that's huge. Right. Okay, as far as like in the more immediate time, um, what are you working on right now? Is it like mostly is it produ- um, like advertising and marketing this book since it just came out? Or are you doing other things in this moment? My main focus is on marketing right now. Um, I'm waiting to get back like feedback from book two. And then I just started working on an outline for a spy novel. Ooh, okay. So I have a short story in the Heroes Anthology that was like a Midas retelling, but like right. with a futuristic spy dystopian twist. Cool. So I'm trying to turn that into a full length novel. So I started like an outline on of it kind of. Oh, that sounds it. awesome. Um, So every week we talk about like, you know, what we were trying to do and like whether or not we succeeded and like what our goals were. But we, you know, we make like. we like Well, I mean, we, we really week. take that from Don't Make It Weird, don't we? I mean, that's their accountability yeah, you guys definitely section. stole that segment. Yeah, you guys <laughs> have an accountability segment. We stole that from you guys, even though you mentioned mm-hmm. it. It's, you're very kind. Um, no original so, thoughts. Yeah. So this is this is our accountability buddy segment uh steven how did you do this week what did you wanted to make or you wanted i wanted to-, to get two pages done and i've yet to completely succeed on that front but i did bust out a badass page 10 so that's yes. basically done and anthony has seen it we're not sharing anything anymore because we do want to keep i don't know i, I feel like this book is gonna be very visual right <laughs> whole thing it's, i'm gonna gonna show be- all of it I'm gonna there's show just a lot of is that what you just posted in the group chat Yes, I think I just showed. I okay. only showed you a small section of it because Sean yeah. doesn't want to be spoiled anymore. So I know. Um, that's... So I, baby. I, I tried to share it with certain people. Like I think I, I Lee's a person, Anthony, of course. I, I, you know, just to get no. feedback to make sure other creators are like, oh, this is badass. But it's uh, so weird if he didn't share it with me. He's just like, yeah. oh, no, 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 no. Use your imagination and color where you think the pictures are. <laughs> you know, but whenever, whenever I don't like. There's, I have these moments sometimes where I'm like, I don't want to show Anthony because I want to surprise him. But I'm like, you know what? I remember back when Tina and I were broken up, Anthony actually had given me a big piece of advice about relationships in general and how like this big, huge gesture is cool and all. But like if I'm leaving you out of the loop and stuff like that, I don't know. He just gave me this piece. So I, I try yeah. to not leave him out of the loop and just post like updates and show him things as often as I can. Because yeah, so. I mean, if you're neglecting someone completely, but you're working yes. on something great, they're like, okay, well, they don't care about me. They're not they okay, about exactly. me. 
I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not their main priority at all. I guess I'm going to do my stuff. Why are they ignoring my texts? And it's like, yeah, they can show up with like a boom box and flowers and all this stuff. But like all that time is gone. You know? Yeah. So it's like, I, like so I, I, I try not to do that, that big gesture, unless, unless it's going to be like, like a genuine, like over the top gesture. Like if I somehow finished three or four pages and didn't talk to him for like three days and was like, bam, and then it would be, you know, okay. But still, it would still have that feeling of like, why is Steven not talking to me? Why isn't he sharing with me my, his updates? But anyways, I finished page 10 and awesome. basically like the, 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 the halfway point. So, but, um, I really want to start pushing through these pages, man. It's just, ugh. I think it's just these, de the details are getting so crazy. And like, I've like cemented this style and I have to like kind of follow through with it. And like, but he was like, my past Steven drew too well. I did yes. too much. Too I, I will, like I, the ink level. So I'm like, every page has to kind of match the ink levels to some extent. And, you know, right. I can't just do clean. But anyways, uh, but the next few pages are just going to be crazy action anyway. So it should push through. Um, and they're not six panel pages. So that's good. I also have been working on ways to kind of navigate like where my ADD takes over because sometimes when I'm drawing, I hyper-focus on a small section that's irrelevant. Yes. And then like, I'm like zoomed I mean, in, like, it's like people are going to appreciate it maybe, but this is a background piece. And like, if I could, I could have just quickly, you know, grayscaled this and been done and blah, 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 you know, it's true. I mean, sometimes that's the same thing that sometimes oh you're God, focused on you. little things and then you're not seeing like the big picture overall. <laughs> and it's just, you know, the way things work. Wait, what? What's, what's going on? Hey, what? Producer Hi. Sean is in the house. I'd like to welcome producer Sean. You know, we wanted to give Dina some like just like reassurance, like some comfort, like bring someone here who can, you know, give her some kind words. Sean. Also, Sean. Sean. Hey, Zaddy. <laughs> welcome to the show, first of all. Second of all, Stephen totally dropped the ball on the uh, introduction of Dina. <laughs> like, Daniel I, came, Daniel so appeared bad. in my spirit and just completely took over my alliteration. And I could Stuttering and everything. I couldn't say it. And I'm Mr. Top of, you know, and yeah, Daniel was on this show tonight, basically. Yeah. Well, you know what? I know Dina was a little bit nervous of doing this by herself for the first time, so... Uh, when Anthony asked me to pop in and say hi, I couldn't help but jump in and say hello and uh, wish you the best of luck and you have a really good time. Thank you, Sean. Oh, that was sweet. And I like your everyone, buy, everyone buy this book. It's really good. Everyone fill up, finish your Kickstarter surveys, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, please finish filling them out so that I can freaking ship these books. I'll go to my Kickstarter as soon as I'm done with this podcast to make sure I can find the email. You're a dirty liar. You're absolutely going to forget. Yes. I won't. Everyone everyone else who won't forget, click the link below. Uh, you know, like there is a pre-order link, right? Or there's like yeah, a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what it'll, still be, it'll be available for pre-order on Wednesday and then Friday or Thursday, the day after it'll be Perfect. available to buy. Uh, so everyone go click the link below. Make sure you get nothing special. Uh, go check out Sean and Dina's and Daniel's podcast. Uh, don't make it weird. It's incredible. Sean, thank you for popping in and being so amazing. I figured it would make Dina uh, you know, a little more comfortable and <laughs> smile a little bit. And that's that was nice. Uh, so, thank you, guys. Sean. No, you're the best. Thank Sean. you. I love you. Have fun, love Sean. Love you guys. Uh, Bye. You. Okay, Dina. That was nice. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> So we had we had a producer in the house for once, uh, unlike whatever this show is, uh, just having some monster who doesn't know what he's doing, who just doesn't just 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 wings it with like Wing the best. It, yeah. Um. So, okay. <laughs> so Dina, we actually had. Hang on. Let me think how we should 
let's uh let's let's segue this dina no segues we have questions for you we have a million questions love it um oh yes yeah, a bunch of people posted so that's hey, steven do you have access to the do, like i will jump to if that it's from thread. daniel i'm not answering so dina usually we do a segment that we call like questions from the colony and we get you know we ask the the internet's you know questions or you know, like if they have any questions for us and they often do sometimes they're silly sometimes they're sincere uh this time we were like we're, we're talking to a professional author someone who's you published more than once at this point it's impressive dina you can have, have. you've been published what twice now right is it more than twice? Four times. Wait, I know the heroes. What's the other one? I know heroes. I've got heroes. Nothing special. I have a duetted short story with Dewey Hargreaves. Oh, um, about that. and then that. Um, oh, it's actually five. So then I have another short story called Something Special. Um, oh. That's actually like an alternate ending to that's Nothing Special. And that. then I have Through the Veil, which is a charity anthology. Oh, I have that one too. Okay. Okay, cool. Right. Okay, so since we're talking to a a published, a, a, a multiple published, like, Apparently. Right, <laughs> you're prolific. As as far as we're concerned, like, between Stephen and I, we've only published, what, three books now? Uh, you know, like, yeah. we're getting there. We're not quite, no. as, you know, as prolific as you are. Technically uh, only two, Anthony. The scrapbook is just an amalgamation of failure. It's true, but it counts. It, it if counts. you publish your failures, it's a success, right? <laughs> if yeah. You, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, whatever. If I tweet a thought, it's a tweet, right? Like, it's, it's, yeah, it, fair. It happens. Technically, um, that's writing, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but I write every day. Oh, yeah, exactly. We all, we all do. I get so many words in. You kidding me? Like, all, all those beta readers are so checking good. out my tweets. Um, <laughs> But every, you know, every week we, we try to ask people if they have any questions for us. But this week, people had questions for you because you are like, a, you know, published writer and, you know, the people want to know things about you. I know we've already touched a little bit on some of these, but I just want to, you know, ask the few questions that we have. Stephen, um, would you mind pulling those up and asking? So I believe it's Dank, Dank at Dank writes things. Mm -hmm. What do you think Jar Jar Binks smells like? Mm -hmm. I think he smells like eggy farts. That I I feel like that's a good assessment because that's like not bad. I mean like straight fish he's, farts. Yeah, yeah, fish farts. Yeah. Just like he he ate omega three fish oil pills and like he's farting and, and belching. I think smells. a better question is what does he taste like? Is the thing like mm -hmm. if you cooked a he jar probably gungan what 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 are they called? Gungan is it gungans? They're gungans. gungans. Okay. Yeah. What would they taste? Sean would be proud of me on that one. <laughs> 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 like, like, is it like a fish? I imagine it's like a blowfish for some reason. Or I imagine it. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know. Why I'm, I'm, I'm going towards like a frog fish, legs. Like birth eggs. Ooh. Yes. So maybe Gungan like, caviar. Like that's what it. No, it look. It tastes like what it looks like. Like as okay. the eggs are being. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that look is what Gungan shit it out <laughs> is what it tastes like. I mean, you can coat it with some lemon butter sauce, but it ain't going to change what it is. Right. <laughs> I mean. Okay, so what's the yeah. next question? I'm just gonna I'm gonna rapid fire through Daniel's because yeah. he he's okay. got quite a few. Uh, why is Dan Daniel your hero? He's not. I I was you know I was almost certain that was gonna be your answer and um he's Daniel from hero. the Bible maybe. Yeah, I, I mean he I'm was pretty, cut out all he was that. pretty ba. I'm just gonna leave. He's not, and then move on to the next question. <laughs> <laughs> like, hard cut. Hard cut. <laughs> <laughs> what can Anthony possibly do to hug at the same level as Daniel? I don't know. I've never had a hug from Daniel. Anthony's hugs are pretty legendary, though. They are. Like, Daniel's hugs are just so, like, 
he just like limp arms you. He's big, so like you're engulfed, but like he just limp arms you. And Anthony like gives you like a solid like uh, you hug feel hug. Anthony's biceps. I, wrote, I mean, he's here's a good plug. I wrote a really good hug in nothing special, and that is the type of hug that Anthony gives. So buy my book, and you'll Bam. know what Anthony's hugs are like. Hug cameo. Yes. <laughs> Anthony, Anthony is a fully enveloping hugger. Like it's it's yeah. so much love. Like you guys just know you're like they're like oh Anthony's been feeling sad about himself lately. Let's let's get in there. No, you do give good hugs. Let's man. talk about us. The only person in my life, and I, I think you do remember him, but the only person in my life that hugs even like to your level is Rakeem. Do you remember Rakeem? Him. Hang on a sec. Of course, I <laughs> Rakeem Tina used to work with him. Yeah. He's a really cool guy, but uh, he lives in Texas now. But he gives really awesome. Hugs. Good best hugger in Florida. Still doing. It. <laughs> got it. <laughs> Still got it. All right. What's next? Isn't Gamora dead? I, that's literally oh the question what is the I drama i don't know what is what why does what daniel is-, is trying to get in on an argument that i'm having with rance and sean because i saw the trailer for the new guardians of the galaxy movie okay and oh, okay. so for the people that are that watch we have issues and don't watch don't make it weird which why would you do that you have to watch don't make it weird too um i well, have the, the memory of a goldfish and i will watch something over and over and over again and be surprised every time I saw the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer and I was like, why is Gamora there? Because she's <laughs> I was pretty sure she was dead. And now I'm having an argument with Rance because he swears that I don't remember Endgame, but I remember Endgame and I don't remember Gamora coming back. So Daniel's just trying to get in on it. And I understand <laughs> that Gamora came back, but I don't remember watching it, even though I've seen Endgame like five times. So how can you defend the Aragon movie? I've actually never seen the Aragon movie. So I, I saw it in theater and never again. So I don't know. I don't remember. It just it has a really bad rap. And I think that people need to rewatch it. And like people just compared it so much to the book. And yes, like it did as much as it could with its budget and everything like that. Like, but it is a very good movie on its own if you're not comparing it to the book. Mm. See, I younger Steven, too, for the longest time used to hold the opinion that movies are just better than the books anyway, because the movie takes only an hour and a half of my time. Whereas a book would, you know, take however many hours to read. So young Steven was all like, screw that. I don't care about you. Jurassic park, the novel. I'm just going to go ahead and watch Spielberg's Jurassic park. I mean, and I'm going to be well, satisfied. I mean, Spielberg's Jurassic, that's probably a good like, example. I, look, you can say whatever you want. Most movies are like, look, there are a lot of arguments on, on both sides of this. Right. But you can't describe that T-Rex roar in the way that I felt Ugh. when I was a child in the movie theater watching that freaking movie. Like and it was in it, your it chest. doesn't exist. Yeah. I just got good this in child Steven I, just gave adult Steven goosebumps thinking about that. Thinking roar. About that. Like remember yeah, that? I just said goosebumps. Like as much as I want, like it's just they're different experiences. And I like I don't I I see it as like the apples oranges thing. I you know, yeah, they're both fruit, they're both media, they're both fiction, but it's so different that I don't care. Like a Jurassic Park movie is was the movie Jurassic Park was a great, much greater experience personally for me than the book. And I've, I've mm. read the book. I enjoyed it. It was fine. But like the movie as a kid, like that was amazing. That was an incredible like situation for me. I feel like a lot of hey, time, con- though. Go ahead, Dina. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say controversial opinion. I watched the movie before I ever read the book because I feel like once I watch the movie, now I'm reading the book. I can continue the thrill it's, of the movie. Yeah. Gotcha. It's like yeah. you get added details. But, yeah. Because I was basically going to say that too. Like sometimes I do. Feel, don't get me wrong. I there are moments where the book probably impacts you on an emotional level much different. Yeah. But I do feel like a lot of people just like to be in that like 
private club of knowing northern of people yeah. and that's basically what it is, is they don't even like hate the that movie they're just flexing oh well it yeah. didn't have this detail and this detail was really important and I it's mean, like eh. yeah i feel like I, people do that. you know what i like about dina's I, like about your method i like that it's like it lets you know when a movie could have been an email like when a book could have <laughs> yes <laughs> you, you watch the movie and you're like all right like i don't have to read more than this you know it's like yeah like i got exactly. all of this in an hour and a half and like i know that's like presumptuous but like it's there's some truth in that you know like some some books like, don't translate very well but mm, like you get the idea like the movie um the giver yes. and the host mm-hmm. could have been an email <laughs> did not need to read the whole book no <laughs> that's so funny no i mean there are books where it's like the, the movie like doesn't get the voice right somehow. And I'm like, oh, why did you, like, how did you mess that yeah. up? You know? And like, sometimes I get it. Like, if you ever see uh, Warm Bodies, have you ever seen that movie? So like, <sighs> it's like a zombie. Oh, wait, yeah. The zombie Romeo and Juliet yeah. sort of movie. Um, where he like, like, like protecting her and stuff. Yes. And he can't really speak, yeah, we're, but we're, it's all in his head and like the monologue and stuff. Yeah. Um, and like, it, yes. Is that but, a book? Yes. But the book is fantastic. Could have been an email. That's, <laughs> but, that's, but the thing is like, the book is all first person like but it's really in depth of like his thought process and stuff and like it's it's very well written and really cool and goes into things that whereas the the movie when you watch it is so plot driven over and over and they they have little chunks of the narration in there but it's not the same like the tone is so different um but the book basically traps you in the body of a zombie and you get to kind of view it through a zombie's lens and the movie can't really do that because movies aren't third i mean you can't really do that unless you do like a hardcore henry style uh oh yeah like first person storytelling yeah um all right that's why i like um first person point of view books because like you're not going to capture that in the movies yeah Yeah. not as well you know like that's that's kind of like the trick of any medium is like finding what your superpower is in that medium you know like what's what can a novel do better than anything else you know like what can you know like i did like i flipped through your book and i noticed um you played with formatting a lot it looks like it's going to be like text like text messages and stuff yeah, text messages and diary entries. So, like, oh, if this cool. ever gets turned into a movie, hit me up, yo. But um, it's not gonna be the same because you're not gonna get the diary entries. You're yeah, not. Yeah, gonna those get like epistolary cool things that you like. Yeah, I was, and that's exactly what right. I was getting to. Is like when we make comics, like <clears throat> we try to focus on some things. Like comic books have like this really cool, unique way of doing two things at once, where it's like you can show this like fun action that's happening while having a narration while having dialogue and they mm-hmm. don't all have to interact with one another they can be like separate things it's really weird and cool you know um and other things can't do that without being too busy you know but with mm-hmm. the comic book you read it at your own pace and you kind of you know it's you can go through it however you want it's kind of cool that way um movies have their own obviously like Jurassic Park you can do things that <clears throat> no other medium can do books similarly you know but it's like it's really cool when you find that stuff what's mm-hmm. the next question do we have what go ahead we're still on date we have two more for Daniel I know. Well, the last one's pretty quick though okay the, the, I don't know what any of these questions mean they're obviously all inside jokes directed at Dina they're so. all just to screw with me yeah Daniel's questions are literally like hey how can we slow the pace of your show so no one knows what's going on or what anyone's talking about. Yeah. And so it's like, well, the thing is he knows that I'm going to give everybody context and it's going to turn into this diatribe. How dare you? Daniel? How dare he you? wants it. Always. Why is the old winks club better than the new one? Okay. So listen, <laughs> we were talking on the show about like a guilty pleasure show and my guilty pleasure show. It, it it's like really stupid, but it's winks club, the original four kids TV version. 
I don't care what anybody says. It's not a kid's show. It's really good. And this new one or whatever it. that <laughs> Daniel, it was it was like on four kids. In... Though. I mean, I watched Pokemon on four kids when I was younger, like when I was, was like, like 21. <laughs> it came out in like 2004 or five, I think. I don't remember. Okay, that's why. Because anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, we were sleeping in, going downtown and drinking at that point in our lives. We're close like cool kids. So anyway, yeah, I think that that show I like I don't consider it a kid show because like it's just really good and it's got adult dialogue and things like that. And Daniel's four year old daughter watches like this new version that's on Netflix or something stupid with like little kid voices in it. Oh, it pisses me off because that's not real Wings Club. Oh, that's frustrating as hell. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the new Power Rangers bullshit. Dino Fury. My kids like the, my kids like all of them though, so that's good. Like they they actually prefer season one Power Rangers because obviously they have good taste, but and because you know you just you scream at them until they love it. That's yeah. right. Like, no, you love. Sit down and watch this. These are dumb. Green Rangers. We the honor best. the Green Ranger <laughs> yeah. in this Green house. Damn the it. Best. <laughs> White Ranger. We still call him Green Ranger. And then White Ranger. <laughs> Candy, do this. Do the flu. Nope, no. wrong, wrong. You're not summoning a dragon sword with that, that off key flute note. Anyways, why is Daniel so cool? That's his last question. He's not. So I didn't understand Sean's, but maybe you do. Would you take down if necessary or needed? I wasn't sure if you meant like if we asked like wait, wait, offensive wait. questions. Wait, how did he spell it? He spelled necessary. So any necessary. Necessary. Okay. Hang on. Wait, 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 Dina. Before you answer, Stephen. I know we're putting her on the spot for a second. Will you answer this question, please? Um, would you take a town if necessary? I don't know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, were you around for the last time this circulated? No, no. Okay, so there's this guy on Twitter. I don't remember his handle. He messages women every couple months and says, can I ask you a question? You say, sure, what? And he goes, would you take down if necessary needed? <laughs> <laughs> that's his question and whatever you answer he's oh, like that'd be I, good in a fight or whatever yes, i did see that yes. i did see that okay this morning he messaged me again this is the fourth <laughs> round that he's messaged me and i think it's hilarious every time <laughs> so i beat him to it this time and he said can i ask you a question and i said yes would take down necessary needed and he d- didn't even phase him that i already knew what he was gonna ask didn't nothing and i was so disappointed i did thought he, that i got did he it. still send his question to you after you said that yes Damn yes that sucks. he went on a whole thing about like um would you take down in street fight whatever and i was just like oh my god you're so weird stop <laughs> like, i'm from that. florida bro you don't mess with a florida woman like <laughs> no, i wonder if it's not. like a bot at this point but like dang it dang it that was that's so great that's so good um all right steven do we have i know we have another one right Camorian king the legendary hair god uh how do you keep up with motivation i don't yeah it's tough we were trying to discuss you just gotta ride the wave right yeah. um sometimes i'm motivated sometimes i'm not i go sometimes you're not, not right sometimes you just have sometimes you just have to do it when you don't want to do it right i, I mean that's I have a question though, because like I know as far as like personal motivation when you're like not feeling like writing, that's one thing. How do you get over like um like basic imposter syndrome that like the whole community seems to feel occasionally? Like when you see other people whose like books are like getting all this attention or whatever it may be, and like how do you you know keep moving forward when you feel like you're uh, inadequate or if you feel like you're not living up to you know what you'd like to be doing at the moment? Yeah, I mean that's how I kind of feel right now. Like with nothing special coming out like 
not a lot of pre-orders, not a lot of reviews. Yeah. And like, I'm watching other people get them and it kind of sucks. It like takes your ego down, but I also like, I'm a very stubborn person and like, I'm very good at tuning out if I don't want to like go down that mental path. I literally just tune it out. Like that's the only way that I can handle imposter Just like syndrome. choose to focus another You're you're very similar yeah. to me. Like, I feel like my brain does like this fail safe lock mechanism whenever like things get too heavy yeah. or too hard to manage. And like, I just, I just keep swimming basically. Like I, I, I flip the, a switch. Like I just, boop. I have no feelings yeah. or anything in this moment. And this is yeah. who I am until this is no longer needed. But yeah. Um, yeah. Cause for me, like with imposter syndrome, like I can draw like the best page and then I'll just see someone's artwork and I'm just can't even understand how they created it. Like I'm just looking at it in the line work and I'm just like, man, like how do you put pencil to paper and, and create something like that? But then like, I just tell myself, you know what? No, like people do like what I do, you know, like they, I have something going. I just need to be me and not worry about what other people are capable of and just be what Steven's capable of is what I try to do. So. Yeah. It's tough. Cause like my critique partner, uh, Shannon, She's a really, really good writer. And like, I'm mm -hmm. reading some of her stuff now and I'm just like, I'm not as good as her, but uh, like, I just have to shut it down. Cause it's, you have it Dina's voice. Like, so Shannon, Shannon, Shannon has Shannon's yeah. voice. Dina has Dina's voice. Right. Yes. So I mean, right. And that's, what's important. That's what you need to lean into in your art is you need to lean into your voice. That's just what it is. Yeah. It's just tough. And me and you, they're them. Yep. And you worry that people don't want to hear your voice. That's the problem. Yes. And that's what the imposter syndrome that's, does is like, do people yep. even want this? Do they want to yeah. consume me? You know? Right. Yep, you start hearing everything. You got to do things for you, and that's the only way like mm -hmm. you're going to get through it. Exactly. So Absolutely. what other questions do we have? Do we have any other good questions? If not, Wesley, okay. Wesley had one. Um, what's your favorite Tim Curry movie? Or what is the movie you know Tim Curry from? And which is your favorite Tim Curry movie? Can I look up Tim Curry? Yeah. Tim Curry was Penny, the original Pennywise. He was also in Clue. Oh, absolutely not. He was also the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Rocky Horror. I mean, this dude's got a, a wide variety. Oh, hold on. I'll actually he was in Legend. Up. He played like the villain in Legend. The darkness. Yeah. The darkness. Legend is basically the Zelda okay, movie without yeah, yeah. the Zelda name. It's yeah. pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. I've seen some of his stuff. I believe he was in Scary Movie too, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I don't watch anything like scary so rocky horror was pretty much rocky horror was a little bit scary for me <laughs> so yeah, it was scary for daniel horror. too i think the yeah <laughs> oh he's been in psych i love psych i don't remember him in psych tim curry but... is one of those actors that just has like he's in everything or can be in everything I, or is you know i feel like like i mm -hmm. first became aware of him as it and yeah then, um i think the thing i probably like i think the he, I think Home Alone 2. Yes, he was the bellhop, Barbie right? and the Nutcracker. Oh, nut. Okay. I grew up on that. <laughs> I'll take Barbie and the Nutcracker for Tim Curry. <laughs> nice. It's the last one is from Mike, who's Mr. Rich writes. Oh, okay. Plotter or pantser, Dina? Oh. Pantser. Ah. Everything I've ever done, I'm a pantser. I like have started a mental outline for that spy novel that I mentioned. Yeah. But that's about as It's not getting on paper. I'm, I'm a pantser. I'm jealous. I, I, I wish I could be like that. I'm just not like that. My whole brain needs like, I just have to organize everything all the time. It's crazy. 
can't stand the it. only part of my life that isn't organized i absolutely thrive in procrastinating chaos i think it's so funny because it's like the only part of my life that's super organized <laughs> i like i have to i write everything yeah. like like i literally just told sean this week he was like okay well like you know what is dina you know do you have wh- what's it going to be like you know blah, blah, blah. i was like i need you to know i okay. plan this podcast right before it happens <laughs> it. it's planned oh yeah i have but I have the a planning seconds happens. before seconds before like mere second you're on the screen i'm like hang on one second guys you see me looking at this thing um no but i'm genuinely most efficient that way though like i feel like that's it's like superhuman strength you know like yeah i don't know tap into something but what i've learned to do to trick it is i dupe myself into thinking moments are procrastinated up to this this is the final moment and i've learned to like manipulate myself to just do work yeah to just learn to do work when i actually should do it is what i've done because i know i won't so oh, I like yeah. intentionally yeah. set myself up to like, oh no, you have to have it done. And then to that day comes, I'm like, oh, you didn't have to, you, you little sly dog, you. Thanks. And now I'm early. <laughs> yeah, and now I'm early. So for those of you who haven't been watching Don't Make It Weird, which you you should go check out Don't Make It Weird. Steven it's and such I've been a, a fun show. It's so easy to now. listen to. It's, I don't understand it. So Dina, can you give us like a quick pitch of what Don't Make It Weird is for the people? Um. So Don't Make It Weird is like a, writing storytelling podcast but uh with a comedy aspect to it um we talk about our writing and we have the accountability buddy section or that segment that we have issues stole from us and (laughs) we um tell life stories it mainly started to tell my life stories um which are pretty chaotic and crazy um, you have some, yeah. some serious stories. Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, life. If you haven't seen like our appearances and don't make it weird, it has been you can literally watch me cry laughing every episode. I'm pretty sure. Like like the last one we were just on, I could not stop laughing at the. Uh, I was so tired. The last one, I don't, oh. I don't remember. D- Dina was pure crank. Like she was not oh, having was my. So- she, she was not I having was my so two tired. bottles of blueberry white ass at all. Like, <laughs> so exhausted. In addition to telling like your life stories, recently you've been talking about your TikTok algorithm a bit and your your you know like the weird oh, rabbit holes that you've been diving down in TikTok, uh, finding different mm-hmm. conspiracies. So Stephen and I, we don't talk about like controversial stuff, but we, what we do talk about is um cult stuff, weird stuff, sometimes conspiracy theories. So I would like to, I'm going to just say, like, we're not going to dive deep down into these rabbit holes and believe any of these things necessarily. I will believe every single one. Steven won't, though. Steven has his, like, he has morals and, like, you know, he's dignity. Um, I'm just going to... Well, I mean, I, I mean, when you live on a solid, flat surface, um, you know, yeah. and you're certain of the things around you. You Absolutely. know, like, like I mean, when, things when aren't look, spinning on a ball. Like you know, like birds are fake. <laughs> yeah, you know, birds are fake. When you look up and you see the big hologram moon in the sky, you're like, okay, like I'm not gonna fall for anything else. I know what's, yeah, you know, I know the truth. I know what's going on. Um, so what we're gonna do here is, I'd like to do conspiracy ostrich hole we're just sticking our head in the sand a little bit. <laughs> we're not diving deep. Ostriches just, are fake. <laughs> we're just, we're just. What'd you say? we're just dipping our beaks in the sand dipping our beaks in the conspiracy theory sand so dina would you please introduce us and our audience to just a a few interesting things that you've seen on tiktok that were like conspiracy theory like so yeah i want to specify i don't believe the majority of the conspiracy theories that i do in the conspiracy segment of the show but the most recent one was that the titanic was staged Ooh, wow. so, wait, that one? so are you talking about like, like with like with, with the big money banks like how they like 
Yeah, JP Morgan and yes. Yeah. Heard- yeah. So JP Morgan owned three different boats, the but the heme by something with a B, and then uh another one with an O. I'm really good at this. And then the Titanic, the boat, the ship with the O had Ocean? had damage to it. Oh. It was like op opt op. Optimus Prime, yes, it was Optimus, Optimus Prime. Prime. Yes, it was a Transformers. So Transformers are real. <laughs> Lincoln Park was playing in the background while the boat sailed away into the sunset. <laughs> Anyways, continue. Um, so J.P. Morgan owned uh, all three of these boats. One of them got damaged. He replaced it with he replaced the Titanic with the O boat. Okay. That got um, Optimus Prime. That was damaged. Optimus Prime. That was damaged, and he did it. Um, he invited his three competitors because he was lo- currently lobbying for um, a private federal reserve. And he brought on the three people that were opposed to his private federal reserve, had them killed this like on the boat, the boat burned. It w- didn't hit an iceberg. If you look at pictures beforehand, the boat was already like half burned or whatever before it launched. And um, the, after all this happened the day, like minutes before the boat launched, he decided he changed his mind and he wasn't going to go on it. And people had warned him that the engine was already on fire or something like that. And then a couple oh. weeks after this, he got his private federal reserve because he no longer had his three opponents. Mm. I actually have heard this theory. And like, I do feel like it's one of those conspiracy theories that probably does hold some weight. It, it's like one of the ones that does fit into that category okay. of like I, I like the idea that someone set the engine on fire and they're like we have to put it out how can we put out a bunch of fire how about an iceberg let's hit the, let's hit iceberg. the, iceberg. <laughs> the fire will melt yeah. the ice and so, like create water i guess there was We're survivors that said that they never saw an iceberg mm. so or and they said that they heard an explosion not like a crack and then there mm. was one survivor that was like i saw the boat split and or I didn't see the boat split in half, or she did. I don't remember. I don't follow yeah. it closely. I don't really care. This is just fun. Yeah. Um, is this so, something you believe? Yeah. And J- JP Morgan's like great descendant was like, all right, Mr. Cameron, you want to go see it, huh? Well, you better swear this oath. Right. You see no <laughs> slash in the great hall. There was no iceberg. Yeah. But you, you tell them That's there why we was. We haven't excavated it. <laughs> I mean, Titanic yeah. does sound like a transformer, though. Why? <laughs> what? Maybe the maybe Optimus the Prime Titanic and Behemoth. Yeah, I mean, I can see that war, that robot war happening um, for J.P. Morgan. What if that's what really happened? Was all the boats transformed and just flung the people off, like transformed in the ocean and fought fought to the death? <laughs> robot wars, nineteen twelve. Nineteen twelve. I could I could get on board with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what happened. <laughs> what else yeah. do you have? Any others that you've seen recently, Dina? Oh, dinosaurs are still alive. Actually, I think I talked about that one on Don't Make It Weird already. It Dinosaurs does. are still alive on a secluded island off of China or whatever oh, China's okay. coast. I mean, I wonder which dinosaurs people think are still alive. Like, all of them. They say that the island is like inhabited with like hundreds of different dinosaur species. I mean, hmm. I, I don't know. I, I I would I would think there's pr- there are probably several islands. I don't that, like fully disagree like with the Galapagos. That listen, listen. You know, like, if I know life. When life ever gives you anything, they don't give you the best, right? It's like, oh, dinosaurs are real. Really? What's left? Well, it's not the Compasaurus, which you probably wouldn't even want anyway. It's actually its fourth descendant, this lame half-bird Compasaur. And this is all we have on this island. Yeah. And Gallimimus. Actually, 
dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. We're going to make a dinosaur colony. That's what, that's what we're working toward right now. Uh, we're trying. Uh, to- yeah, we find the giant ostriches of yore, basically. No, that's fair. I'm trying to think of some other ones other than the uh, portal that uh, opened above Alaska. That what? One. <laughs> That'll Where- be out on our new episode on, I think, Monday. Oh, okay. Portal? That's. That's cool. yeah, I, can't, yeah. I can't wait to see that. Um, I, Portals so I, opened. I, okay. D, d, is there, how is that? How do people know it's a portal? Did it go somewhere? Did they say like, hey, if, like did it? I know how they knew. There was orange and blue rings. Blue rings, and, yeah. There's an orange <laughs> ring. They've all played and, portal. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I have no idea. All they heard was the cake is a lie as they opened up, so. The government is hiding it from us and we'll never know other than this one person on TikTok that decided to tell us in this brave soul. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's I, I would I would let him like if I if I were the government I would just be like let's tell one guy everything and he'll sound just that's exactly what I would do dang like he'll like that way it's out there yeah. like there's someone like it's it's like we uh, told the, you yeah he told you like wait look he was our source you just didn't believe him that was on you that was like <laughs> the end is nigh we told Craig everything there was to know you know what reminds me of right the episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine where Captain Holt shows Jake like him like doing like hula hoops mm-hmm. and he's like and he just deletes <laughs> all the photos he goes no one will ever believe you and just walks away <laughs> and it's like like it's so true though but like yeah it's not yeah. a bad theory like you have to get something off your shoulder, right? Just like, ah, I feel bad we're not telling humanity about portals. Let's tell Greg, and we're just going to info dump Greg and ruin his life. Yeah. I like the idea, though, that, like, they keep him updated. So every time something weird happens, they're just like, listen, Greg. Greg, you're not going to believe this. The people from Venus are here. <laughs> they, we, we have to make the temperature, I like, came. like, five degrees hotter just for them. Uh, I don't know why. They just like it hot. We're going to do that for a little bit. We're going to fix it later. Uh, but that's what we're doing, Greg. Go tell your people if you have to do what you got to do. TikTok on you. And like, <laughs> he, he has, but I imagine Greg would only have like five views per video, right? Like he gets like, like guys, oh. the Venetians are coming. They're, they're gonna. Dude, they're, no, they... these conspiracy theories get so many views oh, on TikTok. God, like, I love, love that it. I have screwed up my algorithm enough to get these, but they are so popular. And I'm like, oh my God, people are watching. People are like me and being yeah. idiots and watching it. But like, yeah. Well, oh my God. I, I see. This, I I came across like somebody spread the, the typical. We've all heard this spiel. Whenever someone's like fully believes in aliens, not only do they believe in them, but they already know all the races. It's the reptilians, the grays, the silk. You know, they've been yeah. crazy about it. Like, well, like- and then, dude, this person, this this person on TikTok, like in her comments, was just like, "Well, if you open yourself up, you can feel the vibes of the universe." Like. Acting the whole smug, and I'm like, you don't know how crazy you look, do you? Like, you you think you're <laughs> superior to all of us, and like, you are just batshit. Like, there's like, <laughs> well, it's because you know, the, like, there have been those people who like work for the government to some like crazy degree, and then they come out and they're like, I mean, okay, if I was in some underground bunker working on something for NASA for a long time, it would be so much fun to come out and just be like, I've seen some stuff. You know, and like you can say anything you want, and like NASA would just be like, "Yeah, they're not going to believe him anyway." And it's just like whether or not, he, and who knows if this guy is telling the truth. But there have been those guys who legitimately did work in those positions who have come out and been like, "Yeah, there, there are like six different species that we're aware of, or whatever." And you know, so they say that, and then you have those people who are like, "Oh yeah, I know, because I could feel them." Like I, you know, like I I've the seen vibes. the videos. Like I've seen there was a video of this guy who was like. I can go out in the middle of a field and call uh, UFOs. Like I can just, I can think about them and they'll, they'll appear. And it's like, okay, but can you do that on video with other people around? No. You know, it's like, like, there's never a, can, can you? Never can. Like there's that movie mystery men where it was like a, a, 
Kel from uh, Keenan and Kel, like he was in it. And he, he could be invisible, but only if no one's watching him. So he can like, it's like, so if no I'm, one's, if no one's looking at him, he can be invisible. And it's like, okay, but how are you going to prove it? Like, can you film that? Like, what are you going to do? And in the movie, it's true. He can be invisible. Yeah, we get to see him turn him. invisible. But yeah. But, but anyway, but it's like that. It's like, okay, you can do this thing or you claim to do this thing. You, you, you could prove it. You, you don't. Like, come on, man. Show me those aliens. I'm begging well, for these aliens. Absolutely. And then you'll find these TikToks where they, they do a good job for a little bit, but then they post a video that's obviously fake and then they push it as being real. And like, it's like, man, like you kind of, you, you, you almost, almost had me. me. You yeah. almost had me. Your evidence was very believable. And then you posted this interview with a gray alien and I can clearly see the, 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 the CGI. The bullshit. <laughs> yeah. You can clearly see it. And you're in the comments saying it's real for sure. And I'm like, ah, Damn I mean, it, you almost they had, had to me. listen to Paul Rudd. They had to do less. Like literally, <laughs> like if they would have just stopped, just do less. Footage, but like, yeah, keep do it miss, keep the mystery going. Honestly, you know, don't... With it, they could get away with like literally every time they can get away with it. They could just be like, I'm gonna show the footage and then just like do like a weird cut and then be like, like do a next video and be like, look, every time I try to show this footage, TikTok kicks it off. I don't know why. I don't know what's happening to the, like, the last bit of my footage. It gets cut every time. But yeah, I don't know. Like I have to, I go on TikTok and like, I don't get to see any of that stuff because I suck at like cultivating or curating my my algorithm. Oh, it was so hard. It's so hard to do. Yeah. My algorithm I went through is- and I unliked every single video I have ever liked since mm-hmm. creating my TikTok. <laughs> Yeah. Just to force just this out. <laughs> just to screw with it, yeah. Mine is just basically it's be I think because it's it's mostly become Pokemon and Dragon Ball Z. If I'm not if I'm, if I'm with, with with a little bit of that Matt Rife comedian and uh, oh I yeah. have him on there. Yeah, did you see the one recently where he, that girl like brought him a shirt that said I went to this comedy show and all that? Well, it, it was actually oh, a really yeah. <laughs> and then she actually had a follow-up TikTok. TikTok, like the algorithm actually threw her like personal video at me oh, afterwards. I, I was like, it. yes. I'll see if I can send it later. But yeah. Yeah, I need something that. like that. Anyways. But I, but there's so many of these like funny conspiracies. And like I knew, like, I know some people think that like um Tupac and Elvis and like like I know like oh, yeah. Avril Lavigne and Britney Spears, like all these people are like either dead or don't get me started dead. on Britney. <laughs> but like we don't talk about Britney. Oh, uh, so so like what I kind of like about that idea is like people I, I, I feel like I don't know what uh the main uh conspiracy theory theorist people think is happening there but i like the idea that it's like a dread pirate roberts situation like i like the idea that like there's just like britney spears is just this character now that like other people can go and play i kind of <laughs> like that like i like that like the real britney spears is like off on an island somewhere just being happy and then like this britney spears is like talking to some some maid or some random housekeeper or something and it's just like listen i have to tell you a secret I'm not the actual Britney Spears. And it's just like, it's just like they pass the mantle on. So it's like, what do I have to do? You have to act crazy on camera for a while. It's going to be weird, but it's going to be fun. And it's like, but you're a millionaire. You get to live in this weird house. You can do whatever you want. You know, like it's, it's going to be weird, but it's your life now. This is Britney. It's fine. Right. I'm just like (laughs) 100%. But like, I mean, the same thing with like Avril Lavigne, like people legitimately think, Hey, Avril, either died or couldn't take it anymore and like this person melissa or whatever like came in and is now uh yeah. is, is it melissa i, I think so um I, th- it, I think that i don't remember yeah and like this person came in and is now avril i'm just like yeah but that's just dread pirate roberts like now she put on the avril mask she's like a skater boy or whatever and like it's it's amazing like, that's so nobody cool. knew who i was until i put on the mask 
That's, I mean, Avril, would, Avril would never marry Chad Kroger. There's no way. No, I agree. I, well, I mean, it just it drives me crazy because like, okay, I, I hate it. Like, I growing up, I was super like I was on the cusp of of too pretentious with like music and stuff, you know. Where I was like, I saw things like Good Charlotte and Avril Lavigne and like like that radio pop punky stuff, and I was like, that's not the same as my pop punky emo stuff. I know, I know. But here's the thing: the thing I hate about this is when I saw Avril Lavigne with with all of her stuff, I was like oh, she's so fake and such a poser. And like, I, I just, I hate this. As a kid, I felt that way, right? Mm-hmm. And now she's married or like, you know, she's with she's, that guy. She's with that guy, Steven. And they say that he, that guy. She's with that guy. And if she's with that guy, was she ever into the stuff she was saying she was into? He's like, it just drives me crazy. So, or, or is it, a, <laughs> is it a <laughs> fake person now? Is it like a replacement and someone? It's, the, it's Melissa. Melissa has always liked yeah. butt rock. I, I like, she was down with the sickness. She was all about. She was three days grace having, and then she met Chad Kroger, and it's just the epitome of butt. It's like it's the buddiest rock ever. True. I mean, I, I kind of, I would love to see like just she's at a show one day, and just like someone like some tank girl looking like half of her head shaved, just like makeup on her face, comes in with like grenades and like like boxing gloves, and just beats her up, and it's just like like takes off her mask and you see it's clearly Avril Lavigne and she's just like she ruined my life (laughs) (laughs) Viva La Avril and just like throws like a torch and just like but it's just she is you know but like this is Avril taking her life back like can you imagine if that happened like if we saw Avril Lavigne take her life back from the the see Anthony we're doing it wrong we gotta go on TikTok and act like we believe this that's what we gotta do you're right you're absolutely right. I'm gonna go on and say there are twelve. I'm gonna I'm just gonna come up with different ones, like twelve angry, like the the dwarves. It's I'm gonna be like it's like you just gotta be the you gotta be like the one upper, like when someone's like, did you know that Avril Lavigne, Melissa? Oh, you believe there's just one? Okay, <laughs> this guy over here with just <laughs> Melissa. There's Jessica Daniela. <laughs> just like this. Three of them are Matt Damon. Okay, listen to me. <laughs> but. No, it's amazing. I don't know. There's so many interesting conspiracies. Um, and then, like, I've always enjoyed them. I feel like it gets scary to, to, like, talk about them too much or think about it too much because some people don't just dip their head in the sand. They literally, like, just kamikaze jump, like, right. like, into those rabbit holes. And they be- they truly find a way to believe it because they want to. And it gives them that superiority complex thing where they're like, I know something. I figured, it, I out. figured it out. Yeah. yeah. And it's like... That Come stuff on. drives me crazy because it's so much fun. It's so much fun to talk about this stuff and think about all the like mad weirdness that would be Melissa. This is crazy. And I love it. I hope it's true. I hope it's true. Um, <laughs> but okay. So let's do, let's do one quick game with Dina before we go. We haven't, we haven't done this segment in a while and we've had a bunch of requests for it uh, because it is, it is one of my favorite things that we do here. So let's, let's try this. We play a game called comic conjectures where we go through the DC comics encyclopedia. We go through the glossary and just choose a random letter and I pick a character that I've never heard of, okay? Never. I Like, someone I've never heard of. There are a lot of characters I've never heard of. And I'm sure there are some that some of you have never heard of. Um, and we try to guess if they're a hero or a villain. And we try to guess what their powers are. And, like, we'll talk about them a little bit, okay? Now, now, now the game isn't necessarily trying to see if we can get it right. It would be fun if you could. If you can get it right... <laughs> I'll give you a point. Cool. What it really is, is it's an opportunity to show that you can come up with ridiculous and fun characters just by improvising through guessing. 
or can't and will fail completely and we're gonna get this right dina's gonna <laughs> nail it i feel like dina all right dina, dina is dina give me a letter any letter q let's do q okay this one's like okay i'm gonna go with this because on the surface if feels like it's probably easy and obvious and i'm gonna lead with it because like let's start let's start simple quake master first of all hero does or sound villain? like a pilgrim <laughs> like quaker master well, you went you went quaker i was i was already at avalanche like from marvel quake master yes quake okay dina would you like to shoot the first guess or you want me to go ahead and take the reins for i a i think he is a villain okay i like that he's a villain i'm gonna say why so you're saying it's a he right you said he yeah i think it's a okay. he I think that he's a villain um, and he probably like does something with like vibrations, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah. Yeah. What do so, you think? Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously that's a good theory, but Quake Master, I mean, I think he's so good at the first person shooter Quake that he's a, obtained the master rank in the video game world in quake so no but it's definitely has it definitely has to be seismic related right he has to basically have the ability to vibrate the earth or vibrate people or whatever that's what i was thinking too i'm imagining villain i'm imagining he's he's Mm -hmm. someone who's just like you know okay i would like it to be a hero it would be kind of cool if it was just like you know i feel like only villains call themselves master Master. though yeah yeah Yeah. okay heroes are humble you know yeah I am but a superman, not a supermaster, you know? <laughs> Quake Master was really good at the video game Quake. No, That's, what? He really so likes good. oatmeal. He's like oh, Quaker wow. Oats. He loves Quaker Oats. Um, he oh, just man. like shoots them out of his <laughs> hand. <laughs> Eat your oats. Here, let me see. I'll, High I'll... fiber. He makes sure that you have your daily <laughs> sure that you have your... <laughs> Is it firm? Are you ready? Not crackly. <laughs> One wipe and done with the Quaker Oats. <laughs> with the Quake Master. I like to imagine like his, like, like, well, did he have to study? Like he had to study that on a mountain because he was just a Quake amateur at first. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he has a ser- series of belts. All right. Quake Master. I don't think I want to do Quaker style anymore. <laughs> oh, no, Steven. Steven. I got it. You got it? Mm-hmm. Okay, you go ahead and read it. Robert Coleman is an architect of some note in Gotham. Oh, he's a Gotham villain. His I, reputation his reputation is irreparably damaged when an apartment complex okay. he designed and built does not withstand a hurricane. Feeling that he has been wrongly branded, Coleman creates the alias of the Quake Master and uses a supercharged jackhammer to create earthquakes in Gotham. I mean, the scheme like, back <laughs> Go ahead. Why didn't why didn't they use an earthquake to create his why wasn't that his backstory? Why wasn't his dramatic just backstory stupid. earthquake base? So then he's like, I'm going to take on the mantle of this thing that destroyed me and become it and master it. Because if it could ruin, like there were so many things you could do. Why would you be like, oh, a different kind of storm? Jackhammer. Yeah, <laughs> a like, hurricane. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then and he's going to have a physical to I have a super jackhammer. And a hurricane ruined my life. That's why I'm Quake Master. Doesn't it make sense? No, it doesn't he's make sense. He's obviously not from Florida. Yeah, he's not. Hurricane ruined me. Oh, really? Although, That's my third I mean, one this I, year. I feel like I feel like his he should have just been like a super muscly guy and he, they should have called him the Jack Tammer. And he Jack Tammer. That's the hero version of that character. It's like the Jack Tammer. The Notice Jack there's Tammer. no master in it. Right? <laughs> Notably, yeah. no matter. Do you want okay. to jack the jacked hammer's hammer? <laughs> okay, Dina, give us one other letter. Let's let's do a different letter. Um, H. H is a good one. No, wait, you guys did H last time you played this, didn't you? I don't know if we did. We might have. It's been a while. 
It has been a while. Since yeah, we, we can do it Comic conjectures, right? I don't know. Some of these are like I literally I pointed my finger down and I was like, Hitler, Adolf. I don't <laughs> in the DC universe. Is the thing, guys. I'm gonna <laughs> look. Wild. What's his superpower though? Um, painting. He's a great, okay. great, he's great artist. <laughs> like, he's... just wasn't the best, he's... and it no, was his I, downfall. I did. I did not. First of all. It makes like I, I get it. Like I mean, if Captain America can fight Nazis, I'm sure Superman can punch Hitler. That's probably like I mean, Superman is like he's you know started as anyway. Um, but regardless, I did not expect to scan down H <laughs> and be like, oh yeah, let's go. How about this one, guys? And it just threw me for a second. Uh, it's just looking at you like, oh yeah, we're schnittiest over here. <laughs> You're gonna talk about this. <laughs> I kind of want to. I, I want to know what this one is because I truly don't know who this is. Um, and it it feels like another one that. Liar? I'm- um i I truly don't know who this is and like it but okay the name is so for those of you at home take a second if you don't know who this is um i want you to guess in the comments if you can guess what you think as soon as i say the name just just write write down what you think hero villain who it is write it down um but the name is hootie oh man what does hootie do (laughs) uh he's got laser vision not laser vision he's got great vision just <laughs> yeah and that's why i went I, I i feel like hootie just only wants to be with you um i think he <laughs> like he cries when the dolphin when he dolphins, sees dolphins yeah. um he um i mean he has a girlfriend and gets mad at him when he goes out with this, his but this this girlfriend of his like really appreciates his music yeah. but michael stipe from um rem is who she likes the most right. um these are just, but yeah hootie has to be owl related right mm-hmm. It has to be okay. So, are you going? Are you guys going hero or villain for Hootie? Hootie, I'm master of the hoots. I'm not even low going... life hero. Yeah, okay. I was gonna say, and, yeah. and this actually is the same answer as mine. Not only am I gonna say goofy hero, but I'm gonna say sidekick. He's like somebody's sidekick. Like that he's sounds... a good guy. I don't think he's a sidekick. I think he's just like a quote unquote hero that like never actually makes it to hero status. He's like that mm, pathetic, insignificant. Yeah. Yeah, like he can't really do anything. Like he'd but, fit like, more he, on the Mystery Men exists. squad than he would in Gotham. Five fair. I was gonna say my secondary game is: Do you think Hootie actually has a has a page in here? And I don't believe he does. I got you. Oh, who is it? Hootie is just somebody's <laughs> owl. <laughs> he is the pet owl of Charles McNighter, who was known by his superhero alias Doctor Midnight. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. See, we learned something. So this is like the Hedwig of yep, the DC the universe. Hedwig. Yes. It's actually Stop. played by Hedwig. That's that's the situation. <laughs> all right. Um, like all right. A let's, universe crossover. Let's do one last, <clears throat> one final one that's not just an owl. Just real quick. Uh, give me an 11, <laughs> and then we'll get out of here. And Nazis. <laughs> all day. Villain. Um, villain. Villains. We got it. We nailed that one. Okay. Um. All right. How about noose? All right. Let's do Ooh. noose. Hero or villain? This villain? is a dark. Has to be a villain, right? Has to be a villain, right? Because I mean, be a villain. the best case scenario is the now. Noose now, what what I want to know, what I want to know <laughs> from you, Stephen, 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 I want you to make Noose a hero. I want to hear Ooh. what you think a hero would be from Noose. So Noose is just a dude that wanted to be a cowboy, 
Um, and he went with the name Noose because he thought it would sound badass. Like I'm Noose, like you know, blah blah blah. But he, he just wrangles people with 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 a slipknot. Basically, he swings and lassos and nooses people's ankles. And people are like, you don't call it that when you're only lassoing people. Noose is a very specific term. It's a noose. very specific term. We don't. <laughs> and he's like, no. Noose can grab arms. It can grab torsos. It can even grab necks. We know it can grab necks. That's the whole point of noose. But he's a good guy. My... He <laughs> no, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I, was, I was basically. Done. I was, I was just gonna say that my hero version of noose would be like in like whatever 16th century. When were the Salem witch trials? And we could say that he 16, was like right? wrangling up. I think it was 16. I think so. 16th century. And he was like the one that was in charge of wrangling up all that real bad witches. Ooh, okay. He was like the hero of the 16th century. But he was actually getting the real witches, though. I'm gonna Yeah, the go, real ones. The real ones. I'm going to go, okay. The year is the year is 1989. It, 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 there's a, Taylor there's, Swift there's a, there's, was there's, just born. <laughs> was just born. The, uh, December no, there's, 13th. There's a, there's, a, there's a rock star, a pop star who's, 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 just peaked. He was like, like met, met his, his fame. He's just like, he's the biggest he's ever been. He's like, I'm never going to do better than this. I have to hit the streets and I have, I have to, to fight I, crime. I have to fight crime. I'm going to wrangle in these people. And he's like, but I need a name that's going to, it's going to, it's going to, I'm going to grab the people. I'm going to grab them however I can. And he's going to, you know, so <laughs> he got a lasso and he was like, how, how am I going to do this? And, and and his bandmates were like, please stop. And he's like, no, I got to go. I got to hit the streets. I got to, I'm going to, I'm going to solve these crimes. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to bring justice to the people because it's the best thing I could ever do. And they're like, Huey, stop it. He's like, no, I'm Huey Lewis <laughs> and the noose. <laughs> oh, dad, funny. Oh Huey okay, Lewis the noose. I love it. Steven, you want me to look it up? Is yeah. he that insignificant? Yeah, probably. I didn't see him. It was he's part of a group. News DC Universe. The villain to some group, probably, but we'll see. Noose is the villain owl to movie. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> the villain owl. He's he's Hootie's like arch nemesis. Dude, this guy is so irrelevant. Noose ready to for, for all the, no, there is. It's, he's okay. got a girl, he's grabbing like some girl by her neck. Noose is the clone of one of Boss Moxie's, who I don't know, original inner gang henchmen. Once again, don't know who the inner gang henchmen are. Created in the modern age for Moxie by Dabney, Dabney Donovan. Okay. Nailed but he it. does have powers. Let's see. Powers. Elasticity. His he fingers turn into ropes and he's yep, He could stretch his fingers and use them in combat like tentacles. And he calls himself the Noose out of all things you can do. What I love is this this website put a advert of Dane Cook with his young Ugh. wife. I, f- I feel like it was very appropriate for how creepy this guy is. I didn't know all that about Dane Cook that he like was a Leonardo DiCaprio type who like he dates like super super like inappropriately young girls. It's weird oh, to live in a world where I'm too old for Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes. But, yes, it's so like, weird. why? Like it's such a why are you attracted I don't understand. To that I can't specific? imagine the appeal well, like Okay, it's got to be a power is, thing, right? No, like a mental okay, power it, thing. Even I'll tell you what it is. Is Stephanie Meyer is what's happening. Like Stephanie Meyer, she started like slowly not being like she's losing interest. Like the the public is like they they love Twilight. It blew up for a while, but then people are like, okay, but would a one hundred and eighteen year old vampire really want to date a 16, 17 year old girl? And she was like, I, no one's believing this, Leo. No one's believing this. And he was like, don't worry, Stephanie, I got you. I'm going to confirm worry. your stories. I'm going to confirm your stories. I'm, as I get older, I'll only ever date 
the youngest of people. And she's like, no, please don't do that. That's creepy. And he's like, no, no, no. You wrote it and I'm going to make it so. I'm going to personify Edward Cullen into this bitch. <laughs> it's so nice. And then, and then, and then Dane Cook's like, and then Dane Cook runs. He's like, and I got Jacob on lock. And he's like imprinting on all these oh, like 18 year old oh, stop, girls. Stop it. Ah. Why do they do this to like, us? Like I got, I got married super young. Tim was 25, 26 when we got married and I was 19. Mm-hmm. And like, even that was like, that's young. Like, yeah. but I can't imagine being like, Tim's 31 but, now going for an 18 year old. Are you freaking crazy? That's it, whack. Gross. But he's barely just out of the rule, right? The rule is what? Half your age plus, half, seven. plus seven. Yeah. I mean, he was just out of that rule when that happened. Right. So, I mean, that's significantly less creepier than 50 something year old Leonardo DiCaprio dating 19 year olds. Right. I mean, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know. It's that's your kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like literally, quite literally, your but, kid. Yeah, could quite be. literally. That's so bad. All right, Stephen, how do we go? Oh, so so um, Leonardo DiCaprio and Dane Cook, both DC villains. Their power <laughs> is uh, being creepy. We got it. Nailed it. We're really good at this, guys. Nailed uh, it. So thank good you. Good job. Go gang. <laughs> so thank you for playing this game. Um, if, if you want to hear more common conjectures, let us know, and we'll we'll do more as we go forward. We're trying to get more, you know, back into the segments and stuff. Dina, it's been so great talking to you. Um. Will you tell the people of, you, you know what, Dina, Dina, because you guys make everyone else do it. Will you give us a one second pitch before nothing special? I'm going to have to do this again on Friday, too. I don't have a one second pitch. Um. Oh, wait, I'm, we have issues. We give you a three second pitch. Oh, a whole three seconds. Wow. Thank you. That's that's so awesome. That was um, good. That was great. You nailed it, Dina. <laughs> He's boom. Going. He's going. Best we pitch we've ever gotten on this show. Oh, yeah. No by my book. Yeah. No, but. Um... Empaths that control telepathic sex scene. Ha. Oh, boom. Telepathic Tele- sex scene. Telepathic sex scene. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I also think about sex a lot. What? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm sure it's amazing. But you impose yeah. it on <laughs> others with your empath abilities. <laughs> <laughs> so no um no i can't do i can't wait to read this book everyone should click the link below go pre-order this book if you're watching it after you know what wednesday go buy the book and if you back the kickstarter like me and didn't fill out your damn survey check your email and fill out your damn surveys but yeah you know it's it's been so much fun talking to you um can you tell the people where they can find you and where they can find the books uh you can find me on twitter at dinosaurus d and no, you, like, that was so weird doing it without David. I did it. I, I had. I, I did, did you? Do, do, do. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I had you. Um, and I finally got my website up and running. So dinosaursd.com. No, dinosaurus.com. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's I'll on there, and you guys can get free there. copies though. So awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So I'll post all the links below. Everyone go check out Dina and all of her stuff. Make sure you watch Don't Make It Weird. At the very least, watch, you know, our episodes. If, you know, Subscribe. They're, they're so yeah, if you need, if you need to tip, if you need to dip your little toes in the water of Don't Make It Weird, just just go watch the We Have Issues one. And then you can kind of feel the celebration. But like we really go to I mean, even when we're not on Don't Make It Weird, if, if you even like our show a little bit, you, Don't Make It Weird is definitely up your alley. There's no question about it. So yeah, we'll give them some love because they're awesome. Um, Spoiler alert. So for those of you who are watching who only like uh, the Critically Stupid podcast, uh, Arnold is going to make a couple of cameos on Don't Make It Weird. Um, so that's going to be interesting. Yep. And that's a, yeah. Spoiler alert. It's going to be fun. So, and yeah, the Don't Make It Weird crew has already like cameoed kind of on Crit Stupid too. So Yeah. Oh, it's been so great. So, all right, Stephen. Um, so what are you guys going to do this week? What are you doing, Stephen? What are you doing this week? What's your plan? I'm working page 11, which is continuing the action sequence within the depths of Game Dragon Brian. as Douglas is pursuing his former roommate, Brian. Well, former friend, Brian. Right. 
All right, Dina, what are you what what are you actually trying to work on this week? Marketing for my book. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah this oh, is- I do have a surprise coming up that I'm kind of working on that I keep forgetting about that will be announced on the live publishing live release part release party. That's the word I was looking for. Go celebrate <laughs> my birthday Eve by watching the live show. Mm-hmm. There will be a special huge announcement about a project that I keep forgetting that I'm working on that's very big and you guys are gonna like it. So Ooh. Yep. So the date and links and everything are going to be below. 27th, 28th, one of those. I don't know. Anthony will get the actual date from Sean later, and it will be published on our video on Wednesday. Down there. Yeah, it'll be down, down there. there. Go check it out. Um, otherwise, or I'm going to, I have this week, uh, my son goes with his mom. I'm going to finish coloring everything. Everything I, you know, like up to whatever you give me. So Do you need you nine need. still? Yes. Uh, okay, no, no, I, I, I think I need the one that you just finished. Okay, uh, 10. Got you. So I need 10. So I'm going to finish nine and 10. Seven. Nothing. Oh. I was just. She, she, she was just seven, eight, nine. She was just, oh, yeah. she was just going for it. So, <laughs> so I'm going to, so I'm going to finish those two pages. Um, And I'm probably going to get some lettering done because like, I want to stay up, you know, up to date with up to date, but yeah, but otherwise it's, it's just a lot of podcast stuff. I've been doing, you know, the critically stupid and you know all this and I, every thursday i do my movie you know, like the good time bad movie thing so i'm doing that and that's been fun um but yeah so that's what we're all doing this week uh let us know what you're doing you know down below in the comments thank you all for watching thank you for listening if you're only listening to one of the various podcasting apps thank you but please go to youtube.com slash issues podcast and hit subscribe also go just click all the links and subscribe to all of dina's stuff and you know talk to us online and everything but um Thank you. Thank you all so much. I love you guys. Thank you so much for supporting us and being our bestest friends. Can't wait till we actually all own ostriches and can go to war with other ostrich colonies and be the top dogs. It's going to happen. I'm going to get an emu. You should. That's fine. That's fine. You're just part, to, they're just part to of fight the... your ostrich. Oh, no, you'll lose one-on-one with an ostrich. Every time. Emus took over an entire country, bro. Yeah, but that country there were no ostriches. (laughs) If the Australians had ostriches, they would have battled those emus much more effectively. I feel like that fact is is cap. It has to have... Oh, I used new terminology correctly. (laughs) Look at me. For real? Young. On G? On G, you think it's cap? I felt weird saying Yeah, whatever that means. (laughs) 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 They have to have ostriches in Australia. They do not have ostrich. Well, maybe as in, on farms, maybe. Maybe they've shipped some over there. But emus are like smaller. Ostriches get nine feet tall, Dina. Nine feet. Emus are like five foot, six foot. Ostrich taking emus every day. I mean, I, I think we could do both. I feel like I feel like that's just. Like, I'm down for them to be apart, but she wanted to fight the ostriches. I know. I know. Yeah. I, I think that's just part of Dina. One that's... emu to rule them all. <laughs> but Dina, in the darkness, bind them. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for joining us we'll definitely have you back um good luck with the release of the book i'm sure it's going to be amazing and you're gonna you know people will find it and love it so i um, hope so oh, okay. oh we, didn't, we didn't hear that yeah yeah it was like muted. oh no i was mostly talking to myself it's fine oh, yeah. <laughs> she's like i hope so <laughs> okay so thank you so much i'm anthony i'm stevie wildcard i'm dinosaurs <laughs> and this has been we have issues we'll see you next time okay boom <laughs>
but um but every week we've gotten together right like it's been like what two years we've been doing this podcast together it's it's crazy you and i um just dina every week we get together and we yeah. talk about we talk about writing and like the issues we have with writing as we both absolutely we're, we're both people who do the writing sometimes um i you know i had my old co-host and he did no writing like he didn't understand at all he couldn't relate you know, it was just like, that's why I had to get rid of him. I was just yeah, like, he was like a lame artist or something. Yeah. He was like, he he acted like he did a lot because he could, you know, move his hand around like this. I move all my fingers. All of them. Yeah. It's, it's much more. Sounds more. It's yeah, it, it's so much more. Like it takes a lot more out of you. Um, He didn't understand that. So I kicked him to the curb. I brought you in because you are a professional, amazing published writer uh, who just is, you know, is just released your first book. How does that feel? Oh my God, it's behind you. I didn't even realize. <laughs> I, I do that all the time. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't even realize. I don't pay attention to the background usually. That's my. It's a it's a fun little secret thing that I do for people. There he is. Can you hear me? It's like Daniel. No. Okay. No. Okay. Um, no. I here's swear, no. I wasn't trying this to to. So here's the deal. I forget my Twitter password, and I don't have my Twitter logged into my Mac. So whenever he sends me a link like that, I have to literally text myself, then open up my messages on my iMac or tethered to my phone just to click the link instead of him just inviting me, Dina. I am not it's like okay. Daniel. We, we don't need you here. It's just us. We're hosting the show from now on. Without okay. my hair, this episode would get no views. Um, have no you seen this hair? Yeah, I'm sorry. Exactly. This is, I mean, all of our it's views. It's gotten so long, too. It, it so has. Good. It looks awesome. Um, I'll tell you, Stephen. I'll tell you, I'll take full credit. I intentionally gave you an, like, I put some Roblox in between you and the show so I could talk to Dina for a second without you. <laughs> he, he knows, he knows the link, he knows the link issue. I do. Um, but I thought, I thought it would be fun. So set up for failure. I like it. I, I, I set Steven up for failure. I was like, Steven! I'm like, okay, well, somehow Stevie Wildcard found his way back to the show. So welcome. 